¿Qué pasa, mi gente? Thanks for tuning in to another episode. I'm that girl, Danny, And I'm Kat with the K. And this is Off the Cuff. <laughs> I thought you were going to do it with me. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's redo that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, we've been in MIA for a little bit longer than anticipated, but um, there are some changes that are going on in the background. Don't want to say too much. Next week, I'm going to put out a little mini episode, and I'll be sharing what some of those changes and details are. Um, definitely some rebranding going on, because I just felt like we needed to make some updates. Um, I'll be doing some reformatting of the show and maybe a name change. I don't know how I feel about that. That's... Uh, I feel like you should have discussed that with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by the way, you're... I'm just kidding. You're fired. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so you'll have to just kind of keep listening to kind of figure out what those are. So, yeah. Well, I'm excited to hear about these changes. You can't see my face, but my eyes are big. <laughs> uh, well, today on the show, we have two wonderful guests. Uh, these two ladies have been gardening for over 10 years, so they come with much experience. Um, they do have a passion for sustainable and intentional gardening. Yes, I'm very excited to have Becca and Christy from Two Hoes Gardening. Hey. I don't have any theme music. I'm I know, I want to do the copy song. Hey. <laughs> yes, thank you for joining us, ladies. Glad thank you for to having have us. You. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. First of all, I love Two Hoes Gardening. Get it? Yeah, earlier uh, we were texting each other and I was giving them a heads up about I have dogs and all of that jazz, right? Mm -hmm. And then I also said that I might record as they're coming in, like for behind the scenes. Oh, and uh, you forgot. I don't know who was who. <laughs> no, I uh, did. For well, I did forget. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who responded or what. And they said, "Okay, so basically, be camera ready." And I said, "Think Met Gala with." Coachella vibes and I don't know who responded but they said Coachella and I was Coachella. like oh my god oh, this yeah. is gonna be fun that'll be my summer <laughs> yeah so I knew automatically I was like okay this is gonna be good times let's do it it's it awesome. was it was fun yeah so actually uh Becca and I ran into each other I don't want to call it an accident I think it was supposed to happen that way yeah <laughs> because if you remember, Jamie told us about two yeah, hoes, yeah. and um, I was like, "Yeah, I want to have him on the show." And I shared with her on that episode. I follow, I followed y'all on Facebook first, and I thought y'all were in another state. Oh, and I was like, "Oh, cool!" Like, let me because I we're gonna get into the, my my garden <laughs> later. But I was like, "Oh, let me." I like to follow all things gardening on Facebook or wherever. And I was like, "Oh, these like they, they post a lot of really good tips. Like, I like what they post. I love the content." And I've been following y'all. And so then Jamie, she tells me that she knows you. And I'm like, wait, what? And yeah, and I was like, how embarrassing. I didn't know that y'all were like here in San Antonio. <laughs> but that's so cool. That made me even happier. I was yeah. just like, oh, that's so awesome. And so then there was the event or the volunteer event at the, the Lux Talon. Uh -huh. I always have to say that slowly because I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> And I started talking to her all cool, and I was like, hey, do you know the people who run this? And, like, <laughs> she introduced herself, and I was just like, holy shit. I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> well, I actually want you on my show, too, so while we're here. 
awesome. So, yeah, that's the food kinda... forest. That was, a, that was a fun day. It was kind of chaotic, but there were so many people out there helping and... Um, you know, it's just a, it's a project that we're really honored to be a part of. For mm. sure. And I actually have been wanting to go out there. I know they do Tuesday evenings, mm-hmm. which was perfect for me because before it was like in the day and I was like, I don't know if I'll be able to come out here, but I'll sure try. But when, uh, and forgive me, I forgot her name um, with the short hair. Nadia. 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 Mm-hmm. When she told me that she was changing the time frames to Tuesday evenings because of the heat, I was like, oh, that's perfect. But have well, I been out there? The week, I nature. <laughs> it's nice. I do. I will. It is my intention to go back out there to help because it is a really good. It's so awesome that y'all are doing that. And I was shared with Kat that experience. Mm-hmm. And even that day, I met a lot of really nice people. There are a lot of uh, interesting things happening that day that I was like, oh, that's that's the universe. That's cool. I like it. I love it. Um, and right before I talked to you, you actually said something that got the girl that I was working with got her and I to start conversating because before oh, cool. before you got That's there awesome. we were just kind of I was standing there with my shovel just like well what do we it's because we we're waiting <laughs> for someone to come do the ants uh-huh. which by the way I read that post about mm-hmm. how those ants shouldn't and I yeah. was like I mean I didn't kill them I, I know the guy I know the guy who did I know the guy who did. I just happened to be there and I saw it <laughs> but I was like oh my god I feel so bad I was like Mm, well that's the importance of like you know like the work that becca and i do which is like constantly like educating and connecting people Mm -hmm. to ecosystems like that yeah if we don't know and we're just told oh those are fire ants they're gonna sting and they're not good then you know that's so far from the truth yeah so many right don't feel bad is what the point is yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. well i just feel like so much mm about freaking ants but uh yeah so when you came over to us, you brought us some some uh, plants to put in the ground. Mm-hmm. And how I, like, what caught my attention was you saying, and talk to them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, <laughs> But then that girl, I guess that got her attention too, because then her and I started talking. That's yeah. how, because she yeah. happened to be about, like, energy, and it's real. And I'm like, yeah. And then yeah. we started talking, and... I told her about all of my life and she told me about her life and it was like a really and that point on it was just her and I working together and we really don't know if what we were doing was right we were just putting compost and cardboard I was like that looks like it needs let's do that um to be honest um my in in our dynamic duo um I'm I'm the very shy and quiet one I'm not exactly shy but I appreciate and I know that people connect with nature on different levels and so sometimes when I say, you know, you can talk to them or you can sing to them, I will never do that out loud. <laughs> but I know that people do and it helps the plants and I have a I have a, a more silent way that I connect with nature. Sure. So but um yeah, Christy is the one that might bust out. You know, a little bit well, more. Damn, girl, you're looking good today. <laughs> I was like, I can get your bloom on. Like, you get real excited oh, I love for that. Them sometimes. They're like, wow, look at your bees. Up. Like, yeah, I'm constantly high. This is the expressive one. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I don't, I'm like that too. I don't, I can't say that I talk <laughs> my plants, but I do play music for them. Yes. Like, exactly. I, I, there's, Spoilers. if you go to Spotify and you search like music for plants, there's playlists. Yes. And I just put my phone near the plants and I mean, I let it do its thing. Yeah. (laughs) And I think what, what initially got me to doing that was because I saw, 
I'm sure that y'all have seen this. It's big now. When I first came across it, it may only have been one guy doing it, but he had figured out a way or he was plugging like something oh, onto yeah. the plant and the plants were making music. And mm-hmm. I was like, and I want one of those so bad because I just want to <laughs> see, like I want to hear like, yeah. you know what that's about. Uh, that's so interesting to yeah. me when you think about like what's going on, like in the plants, you know, mm-hmm. and everything that's in it. So as you can see, I let them do what they want. Like, I need to do something about that guy over there. But, no, uh, girl. He, they like to be all wild like I'm that. I'm just like, dude, will you do <laughs> you? Happy. Happy. Mm-hmm. Do you do <laughs> you? I, I am. Yeah, like, do you see yep. me or not? There is a there is a lot of playlists for plants out there. Um, we even have one on our account. and um, <laughs> <laughs> But honestly, we I think when we get together and we garden, a lot of more times than not, we will play... Um, like eighties club music, like mm-hmm. new wave type stuff. And oh, okay. I don't know. That's um just I'll a genre. Some you can for my my plants yeah. today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, let's go plants. Yeah, whatever makes us feel good, it's gonna like carry over to sure. your plants or your animals even. Mm-hmm. And they truly do respond to their environment and the vibrations that's given to them. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, I used to work with uh, some kids, and so we actually did a project on that just to go further into like empathy and compassion and so like we had a plant where the kids when they were feeling their sillies or you know more aggressive behavior they you know went to that plant and when they were feeling more just let's say like anger or something like that they went to that plant and then another one where they were just feeling just like hyper and maybe not understanding people's personal bubbles but they were just full of all kinds of love and sillies or whatever they they sat with that and another one where it was just like they needed space and and they sat in silence with it and each plant really truly did respond differently especially the ones with the more aggressive behavior or angry behavior like in one of them like it was real wilty and one of them like started getting little diseases on the leaves and so there's a response to that as opposed to even like the one that just got to stand in silence it was healthy but it was and all like spectacular like your plant to the left you know <laughs> and the one that actually got the abundance of love like was more wild looking or yeah. more different even shades of greens on it as opposed because it was all the same plants too so oh, that could wow. be like a, a more defined study so did the kid like stay with the it wasn't plant? just one kid it oh. was just like because i worked with anywhere from three years old through like eighth grade oh. so it was like it was an abundance oh, of wow. different ages mm-hmm. and ranges of emotions but anyhow so it does really oh that's cool i like that yeah that's their that's therapy Mm -hmm. it is i I became i am slowly becoming a plant lady and i uh i went to whole foods and i was like you know i really want lavender and bought some lavender (laughs) and it died (laughs) but you know, I, I put it, okay, so it kind of, I had it outside, and it, I had it in the pot that it still was in when I purchased it, and it would, I would say it would be like two weeks, and I had it outside, and I was watering it, and I was like, okay, okay, now I'm just going to let it, I want it to like bloom, and I want to, you know, eat the lavender, mm-hmm. um, and that's why I specifically got it from Whole Foods, because it's organic, and it's like, if I decide to eat it, like, it wouldn't have any pesticides or anything weird. Um, so then it died and I was sad. I was like, okay, well maybe I'll, if I move it to another pot, a bigger <laughs> pot, it'll, it'll survive. And then I put it in there and it was already dead. But, um, <laughs> today I was like, maybe there's hope for you little girl. And I was just washing her roots 
and I put them in water so I don't know if she'll come back or she's like donezo for real <laughs> we'd have to come and take a look like to be kind of dry and they like oh, well she's going to die thing. again <laughs> I love all the effort though you put into it because <laughs> I wouldn't I, I wouldn't have known that unless just see a really cool lavender farm out in the desert and that's where I learned. Is that yeah. where oh, they thrive? Really? They they out in the Arizona desert, more northern, there's this uh this wonderful farm called um Red Rock Lavender Farm. Oh, I've been always going into go to Red Rock. Mm, it's yeah. really nice. But uh I went to a little workshop up there on wine and, and, and lavender and that's where I found out that like they love to grow like on the side of like mountains like in France or mm-hmm. in, oh. in those kind of dry like windy sandy kind of rocky climate so yeah, I was they gonna really say, like the, to have in the hill country mm-hmm. they have the lavender farm and that's kind of yeah. I think it's Fredericksburg so, that's right outside of Sad that's Mountain. not a known fact though you know like why would we know that because it doesn't grow like naturally here like, and that's the thing it. it's not kept like that you bought it at Whole Foods in soil so in a pot mm-hmm. inside a store you know it didn't yeah. come with an instruction card probably or it didn't come with the you. side of the mountain throw it here cool so I'm sad again so I got, like, you gotta try again that's the beautiful thing about gardening and, and some of the lessons that we learn from it too is cause like can over love it, under love it, not love it properly, or take care of it, mm-hmm. and we have to deal with sometimes like you know how many plants I've killed, girl, like no, all the time. I don't want it to die. Like even recently, <laughs> like you know, yeah. like, and her life happens, and um, it's, she still smells lovely. Okay, oh, dry it, and put it in a little satch. Okay. A little sachet. <laughs> I kind of ripped a lot of her leaves off today, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'm so well, I'll, I'll figure it, make it out. Tea. <laughs> There's always something you can do with yeah. something. I have to do something with her. We'll get R-I-P. you a new one. That, with the put her out in the sun. <laughs> I have her in the sun. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. Anyways, uh, that was my little gardening story, I guess. Or disaster. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what's your story? How did y'all get started? Like, what inspired y'all to do two hoes gardening? And, like, where did y'all come up with that name? um okay so um christy and i have known each other um as parents at the circle school which is the school that our daughters all went to um and so it's it's off of pershing like in that um okay near the witty yeah um so my kids have gone there um gosh feels like they've been there forever now they're about to transition to public school this year but oh wow okay but um yeah what's the circle school so the circle school is a (laughs) co-op of parents that um it's a private school and Mm -hmm. um the co-op basically like maintains the the grounds of the school and does other things like maybe teaches a few classes and does snack and things like that so um it's a pre-k through eighth grade um and there's it's like a i don't know how to describe it there's a lot of uh, montessori uh, influences mm-hmm. uh, especially for the younger kids and then there's waldorf um a lot of free play and yeah. and, and addressing the whole child development individually so it's very oh, small settings very like yeah it's really tolerant and mm-hmm. teaches a lot about you know anti-bullying and things like that and mm. so um i mean I loved it. Originally, I was attracted to it because there was a whole lot of outdoor play and mm-hmm. a lot of, like, 
going out into nature and to just taking walks and taking advantage of you know Brackenridge Park and sure. just different things around Mankey Park. So allowing the kids to be covered in mud all day because it's raining <laughs> yeah. and they want to make puddles yeah. and figure out how to engineer floating things or mud yeah. pies and yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love Where that. kids get to be kids, really. Yeah. It was a great fit for our kids, you know, and, and it's, um, it, it goes through, you know, kids go through so much of, de- of a developmental time mm-hmm. from ages three to, you know, 10. And so that's really like where mm-hmm. I've found that they, you know, my kids, you know, they just develop a whole different way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, and the outdoor stuff I love too. Now, my oldest loves anything outdoors and did for a long time and the youngest well she didn't have a choice she was going to come with with us we weren't going to split them up so she doesn't enjoy the outdoors as much but there is still a lot of things that i really appreciated about the school and you know seeing her seeing her go through it do what she needs to do yeah like they're not forced to be outside and play like yeah there's options to just hang out in the classroom or all the teachers and classes or grades or ages all mix and mingle at different times too so it's just like it's it's kind of like that environment of it takes a village to raise your kids yeah and all the parents are involved too so it's like a bunch of different i don't know little it's community yeah yeah so that's where y'all met so yeah we met we met there um i served on the board um as the education director because i i'm i've been a teacher for a long time um i taught for about 15 years in saisd um and so i was Board of Education, or the Education Director, um, Christy came in and she did some stuff on the board, but she mostly was the garden teacher there. So um, we worked pretty closely together um, in that in that form. And then she was um, part of my hiring committee. Yeah, we we hired her. <laughs> um, there was an interview and everything, but yeah, I yeah, think she was a, a shoe. I was like, what? I didn't know I was she be- be interrogated. Like, I've <laughs> never been to an interview like Dude, that. There's you beat out several some people. You beat out some lady from Botanical Gardens. That's how good I came you were. Straight off of a farm. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was willing to take the pennies to introduce a program. I work for veggies. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> so I be a nature fairy with these kids and eat for free. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. So when I did uh, when I did teaching, I taught special ed. Oh, okay. And we um, every year, you know, we in my classroom, we would have to do a lot of life skills. And the best tool that I had for that was gardening because there was so like you can do cooking from the garden, you can do math, you can do all kinds of environmental mm-hmm. science projects. Um, so that was always really. Um, a prominent tool mm-hmm. in my classroom was doing gardening and so um, just working with Christy like you know on on the side of, of circle school um, we just we we I think we had a lot of the same feelings about working with kids and you know giving them that outdoor education as well so we would joke um, every now and again about starting a garden business I don't know that it was a joke really but I- <laughs> I mean, it was kind of like fishing. Hey, dude, would you ever be interested in doing a side business? <laughs> you know, like, like kind of well nonchalant in the passing. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, sure. sure. <laughs> and the pandemic hit, and it was just like, it was go time. Like, yeah. So many people were calling us on the side and doing, like, you know, phone phone sessions on well, how the hell do I get my victory garden, you know, all the things. And so it just came to a point where we were like, dude, let's do it. It's time. Yeah. We'll mm-hmm. need it. 
and it was quite beautiful. I mean, we were like some of the only, nobody else around town was doing that. The more established um, gardening services or businesses weren't really um, working at that point. And we were just like, screw it. We, we've got people who are doing this over the phone. Let's at least go out to their house. And then it just ended up being like, we were the only people that people were seeing and talking. And, uh, you know, we learned a lot about like how important it is to do not only this type of gardening work, but there's also like people need to speak and people need to talk and people need to connect. And it becomes like more of like an inner garden service. And sure. And in general, that's like um, the people that we work with like privately, like they're our friends. They're, they're, they're people that they, they talk to us about cool, deep things a lot of times and trust sure, yeah. us. Yeah. And that's what we want to share. We know a lot of things about people's family <laughs> <laughs> that we're yeah. like, oh man, I can't look at her the same way anymore. <laughs> oh, uh, I know. I feel good about it because there's even been some really cool conversations, just no. vulnerable conversations with especially women, like Definitely. you know, like our more mature shit. I'm a couple of years away, just like going through like you know, wanting to, being embarrassed to have like menopause conversations and what do you do and what are they experiencing and different herbs and mm. you know, those kinds of things, you know? And so like, it's even been those kinds of things where I feel it's been cool, like, like facilitating conversations with women. And then now like we've actually got a lot of really cool women friends and I don't know. I, I feel like I, no, I that's awesome. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, Wait, it happens on no. the show. Yeah, for sure. And we embrace that. Um, so yeah, I mean, it sounds like that kind of helped through the, uh, pandemic and getting y'all back out there and that kicked us, that kicked two hoes into action. And I feel like it's just kind of had a (laughs) mind of its own, you know, (laughs) we have fun and we play and sometimes it's really serious and deep and yeah, Mm -hmm. for the most part, we're just like two little kids bebopping around having fun. So is Problem this solving natures? Is this y'all's full time <laughs> or do y'all still Yeah, no no no. Um <laughs> this is our full time gig. Um we've been really fortunate that it has um it has been busy enough mm-hmm. for us to do that, but we also um you know, we're not doing the same things that we were during COVID. You know, during COVID mm-hmm. it was a lot of you know, four by four and vegetable gardens because people were afraid that, you know, food mm-hmm. supplies were short, right? A lot of raised bed garden. Raised beds. beds, yeah. And, uh, you know, now it's really turned into more, like, when we go and talk to people, it's more about, like, well, where do you live? Like, what's your environment like? And, you know, are you attracting the right type of, of wildlife back into your area mm-hmm. so that way you can facilitate, you know, the monarchs like you want to or... Um, even uh, your medicinal gardens or you have, you know, trees and you do do a little bit of vegetable gardening here. Um, Connecting people <clears throat> to their, their space, whether it's land or a patio, mm-hmm. a little mini yard. Sure. Or even just uh, water management. You know, some yes. people have some crazy runoff situations or erosion problems or even foundation problems. And so we try to help that's awesome. minimize that. Oh, yeah. that's cool. And then, of course, like, we've got other projects, too, where we're, you know, we're always going to be teachers at heart. We love educating um, whoever will listen. <laughs> so so uh, working still with, you know, doing a lot of classes and doing a lot of um, working with other teachers to help facilitate. Because something happened when we all went back to work after COVID, and we just forgot that it's important to be outside mm-hmm. again. So mm-hmm. people, you know, 
it seems like it's almost worse now that kids don't yes. get that time outside. And so that's, mm-hmm. but also you have teachers that don't, they're brand new, you know, and they don't always know how to facilitate time outside aside from recess or whatever allotted time that the mm-hmm. kids have mm-hmm. outside. And up until recently, too, there was just so many protocols and yeah. of safety and, mm-hmm. you know, space and mm-hmm. blah, all the, all the things. So I feel like we just try to help, like, not make it so overwhelming to how you can take kids outside to walk around the playground and forage yeah. or sure. stare at some clouds or something. And you don't, yeah, and you don't have to worry that you're killing that lavender or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, just, just, yeah, just go outside. It's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so those are some of the projects that it's kind of evolved into, a lot of mm-hmm. education, a lot of environmental things that we're trying to work with. And like the food forest, that's a big environmental um, project because sure. – it's not only meant to produce food, but it's also taking those elements of what the San Antonio River banks mm-hmm. used to be used yeah. for and doing that thing. Yeah, and that's one of the things that I appreciated while I was there was that education piece. Like, I don't remember who it was that was talking to us about that particular area, but just talking about, you know, the water runoff. And I forget what he called it, but it was like that hill. Um, and he was calling mm-hmm. the... Oh, the berms? Yeah, the, the berms. berms. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never heard that well. term before. And What are berms? <laughs> we yeah. we passed it around here. So Tell us about your berms on the farm. In a nutshell, like, berms and swells are going with the contour of the land. To oh. catch as much, you're basically making little ditches. and But you're going with, like, the contour of the land and with the slopes and the degradation of it. And so it's a, a sustainable way to and catch water, be able to plant your orchard or whatever it is that you're wanting on, on that space and keeping and trapping that um, that water on the land, but also um, helping to mitigate erosion in general because it's kind of making it into gullies and little channels oh. and going with the natural contour on, on what the geography is of the space. Right. Mm. That's how I understood it too. And if you have to see, when you see them, it'll make sense because mm-hmm. you ha- you do have to see them. It's I, I know what you're talking about because I saw it, mm-hmm. but our listeners might be like, what? Mm-hmm. And then, and so like on a yard space or something like that, or where we've helped people, like, you know, maybe they don't have grain gutters yet. And so we're trying to help them not flood out um, their, their, their foundation or whatever it is. We'll build like little like water ponds. And that's a way of also keeping the water on your land and, instead of having it just rush off onto the street mm-hmm. and then picking up mm-hmm. all the oils and litter and everything else along the way until it does find a vessel back into our river system so that's what we try to just kind of show people in general wherever we get a chance to dork out sure because then you start looking at things differently you know and 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 with gardening or land stewardship and especially with the I feel like the philosophies that that we speak of it like it becomes like a practice of the way you interact with people and with community and just I don't know you look at the world differently it seems like I actually yeah, agree I can, with that. Yeah, I can understand that. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> this is a true story, so don't. We're just trying to help create less dicks in the world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too, that too. <laughs> Speaking of dicks, I, uh, I actually, I'm trying Absolutely. to not, I'm trying to get my mind, okay, let's talk about weeds for a second. Okay. okay. 
which I think is funny because I had you know I did some research right, and y'all actually have in your blog about weeds, mm-hmm. and Fucking I was like, them. yeah, dandelions. <laughs> I <sighs> the all this rain, that's my backyard, and it's a love hate relationship because on one hand, like it's dandelions, like y'all said, are good, right? But I see them and I'm like, oh, man, you're very you lucky. Should pick them, and you're I'm, very lucky. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Because we're on air. Cause you... <laughs> no, because you have uh, so many dandelions. Yeah. That's a wonderful I'll plant. I'll take some. <sighs> yeah, so n- not even, I'll let you know when they're back because I did recently cut my lawn. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I and I started to see this uptick of people doing things with dandelions. And I was like, I actually fired my um, my the people that come out and kill the weeds. Because mm-hmm. I, I had seen this dandelion the hype on dandelions for a while and I'm like all right well I'm gonna I want to see what happens right I want to see like what these are but I have not and here's why because I have dogs and I'm like I don't know if I should be eating that mm-hmm. so that's True. what that's why yeah. I'm Never like mind. I don't want your dandelions <laughs> <laughs> see saving your life but on a so- soil health level dandelions are fantastic because of their root systems and what they're doing to repair um the, the 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 clay essentially or, or the soil in yeah. general they have deep, super um, deep mining roots like they sure do and they're really hard to get rid of and they I'm are sure, sure are very hard they, they just keep coming if, unless you take it from that root like but it's hard they're they, they're they go in deep and there hard. Mm-hmm. deep and wide. they're in there <laughs> and I got the stickers and I got the the sticky and I'm like I we're just do what you got to do. <laughs> So, you know, I I see them and I want to, but I just, I think about my dogs, but yes. I have read about some of the benefits of dandelions and I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And I want to try it, but not for my backyard. <laughs> because they I, do have so many minerals. I mean, with their roots, that's their job sure. is to tap and mine. Yeah. I'm glad that you admitted that you, <laughs> you sprayed though, like beforehand, like the, that this was uh, something that you... I but, was, and then I just, I stopped. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm I'm happy that you did that. Because <laughs> what you're telling me, or, the, you know, this is what I'm getting, is that you probably did have chemicals in your soil for mm-hmm. a long time. Mm-hmm. And then you stopped. Mm-hmm. And so then you're starting to see all of these different, like, pesty, mm-hmm. or pesky weeds, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You mentioned like the sticky weed. That's cleaver. That's one that extracts heavy metals from the surface of yeah. your of your oh, soil. Wow. Yes, um, it, and you you can eat it, but you know you're right. Like you probably don't want to eat those things until you've had a good you know until the maybe three years. Come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't have. I haven't seen sunflowers, but it's not ready yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> sunflowers no, um, are cleansers. Too. Yeah, but if, and if you if you <clears throat> if you are plucking up those dandelions just to just to be curious, like take a look at the soil that comes with it because it's super fine and soft. It and, actually is, I and that's its job. That. It's it's doing its job. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. so educating. I want to go to one of your shops. <laughs> <laughs> Just come yeah. to my backyard. <laughs> well, I need their knowledge. We'll so. learn together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I, I, and I know that I mentioned this to you about wanting to do something more like natural, right? In, mm-hmm. in my backyard. Um, because I don't want to mess with the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have heard that the soil here is just not the greatest. So... 
you know, and I do have a lot of rock and I do have a lot of clay. But anyway, um, yeah, so I just wanted to share that I am trying to not be annoyed by those weeds. But <laughs> When you do yeah. mow it, will you please just leave the bag off so that you can basically, like, recycle that back onto the ground? Uh, I, okay, yeah, yeah, I can like do that. Like a yeah. mulching Yeah, it'll help to build up your soil, too. From all that rock or limestone that you may have nice. as well. Nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll have to do that. And That's then all awesome. the minerals that those root systems uh, pulled up, it'll just throw it back into the, the earth back. and basically yeah. recycle it. And that's in. really my goal. That's what I want to do. There's a lot of different things that I've been looking into because I don't want to be wasteful. Um, off topic, I've been trying to just kind of get rid of things that I don't need. Yes. And live like, yeah, for me to say like minimalistic, that's a lie because I mean, there's still things that I'm. You know, I'm unfortunately still, but I want to have the least amount of things as possible because why do I need it? That's my whole thing. Um, I don't have a problem throwing stuff away. Um, And, you know, that's fine. I don't know if maybe I, I, some people say it's because I don't care. And I'm like, no, it's just because like, I don't really need it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, That plus my bank is like, you need to stop doing that. So anyway, <laughs> but all of that kind of also ties back into how can I make that a possibility with what I want to do in my backyard, mm-hmm. because I do want to use what I have and I want it to be as natural as possible. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I was like, you know what, I think I'm going to stop doing the chemicals. I mean, yeah. Okay. My grass doesn't look like, you know, the rest of my neighborhood, but it's fine. It'll be, it'll be all right. Um, and the rain's been great, so it actually doesn't look that bad. Yeah. I think we're good. <laughs> um, I actually want to talk about something that I saw on the website. <clears throat> right? When people log, when people go into the website, not log in. <laughs> when people go to y'all's <laughs> website, the first thing that they see, or at least the first thing I see is this little statement, which I love. Building relationships through intentional gardening. So that word intentional does resonate with me a lot. It comes up for me a lot every day being intentional so when i think about gardening i don't know if i've ever really thought of doing it with intention Mm -hmm. um i know that i have like a goal in mind or i have like these steps that i need to take i don't know if what the intention is behind that besides i want to get a fruit or a vegetable out of this but can y'all share a little more on your thoughts behind intentional gardening or what that means for y'all um, the inspiration man because uh, uh you know in a nutshell like gardening is way more than gardening for me it's been my therapy my whole life nature i feel like raised me essentially and so mm-hmm. like when i'm out in the garden that is my therapy when i'm creating a space or sitting and observing and just studying like what the environment is Mm -hmm. it's 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 something that is therapeutic for me it's um it's it's just so you're connected to it yeah and so like you know even like with our clients and stuff I've always wanted to make sure like back in no matter what like we have to always stay heart-centered like and and building those relationships whether through you know connecting to mother nature and all the elements of it or whether we're going to people's homes and trying to you know share that medicine with them essentially because it's like we can create gardens all day and brainstorm with our clients or in workshops or whatever those spaces look like but it takes maintenance and it takes like you know watering is more than watering it can be a chore and it can just or you can actually Mm -hmm. like have a um 
you know, a meditation out of it. And mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. there's also medicine in that with the way, the intention that you're giving yeah. and transmuting through that water onto your plants, onto the whole entire environment. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. So, um, in a nutshell, that's, yeah. that's what building relationships through intentional gardening means to me. Mm-hmm. So, two hose gardening, um, just for the audience so that they know what is it exactly that y'all do? Because essentially it's a business, right? Yeah. So if you caught, just let them know exactly what it is so that they are more aware. Well, okay. Yeah, Two Hose Gardening is, um, well, we basically, we come to your home and we, you know, people have an idea of what they want or they don't. And so we just help for people to, you know, we... We like to go in person and see things. You know, a lot of people want for us to just take a quick look on, with a picture and stuff. But, you know, there's so many things um, that go into a garden, whether it's the sunlight or, you know, even where you're, where you're located in San Antonio can mm-hmm. be very different from place to place. Mm-hmm. So we, we always like to see what, what we're doing. But um, most people, you know, they want from anywhere from vegetable gardens to... We've had people want like mini food forests uh, on their on their property. Um, we've even helped people to create um, like regenerative, uh, almost like homesteading um, mm. ideas. Yeah, you know? yeah. We've and... used chickens and bees, and we help you know to to our best to the best of our ability. Like we try to help incorporate the garden mm-hmm. into that or incorporate their space into that. So. So usually if people call us out to their homes, that's what they're wanting. They want, you know, a vegetable garden that's really simple or they want something more, They, you know, they want to be like the site for the apocalypse sure. when that happens. So. Uh, what is the difference between a garden and a food forest, a vegetable garden and a food forest? I mean, for us, I don't feel like it's very different <coughs> okay. because we're constantly like trying to, I mean... A food forest essentially is, you know, you have many different layers of trees, like your canopy layers, and then your understory of more like your fruiting um, type of trees, and then like your shrubs that are, you know, hopefully flowering and giving off um, food of some sort, and then vines and different herbs and different natives and, you know, all your mushrooms. It's a whole little network around and centered around the tree. So that could be something that... Like even in, in, in grow boxes, like maybe we'll kind of imitate those layers um, through companion planting and different heights of things mm-hmm. and creating little microclimates in a little bed of eight foot by four foot. Yeah. And so it's a it's a way of layering and um, building your space. Oh, nice. I like companion planting. That's so cute. <laughs> yeah. That's part of the intention yeah. though too, because you know that's a lot of like everything is soil health like that's why we're buying fertilizers that's why we're putting supplements into our gardens or into you know major food production farming is because they're they're you're boosting the soil health so that you can get whatever it is that you're trying to grow or farm so it's like if you just holistically um, study it through the weeds or you know the environment then you can kind of see what's going on through reading the weeds on the ground level but it's all about building up that network system through the root system so that one thing isn't taking mm-hmm. and one thing isn't consistently giving and it works in a symbiosis of, mm. of hey my friend needs this and my friend needs that and, and throwing flowers or whatever else and that brings yeah. on all the 
and then I, I think just in, friends. incorporating incorporating the wildlife that we have around here. Yes. Not only birds, but we have bats. You know, we have um, we have all kinds of native pollinators. We have all kinds mm-hmm. of butterflies that stop in in San Antonio. I mean, it's a tourist attraction too for for the wildlife. Yes, like, you know, <laughs> yes. It, it really is. Like we have a, an amazing ecosystem here, um, and if we just use that ecosystem to get what we want, we don't have to. It, it's not going to work. Like we can't be farming in rows. Like no. this, it's it Our doesn't work. Yeah, monocropping doesn't work. Um, so we need to have those companions because we need to have things bringing our pollinators yeah. and bringing the things that are going to eat the bug that is disseminating my my squash or whatever it is. Yeah, so. that's nice. Yeah, no, that's um, it's a lot to to think about, mm-hmm. uh, but. We've also come so far from nature, just yeah. like, you know, cooperation as a whole and understanding, you know, there's rhymes and reasons. Yeah. There's a structure and a function. Yeah. Shit, with our own bodies, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Let alone understanding nature. Yeah. Yeah. That's so I didn't, good. Mean, to, I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> no. No, I feel like, like that's, like, it hits home for me because um, I'm going through, like, my own, like, holistic journey of getting rid of all the toxins in my apartment um i use more natural uh you know detergents to wash my clothes um i try to stick to uh, more natural you know deodorants or um Girl, so like an onion half the time sorry <laughs> <laughs> i saw that uh, the, you can use that clay for your armpit yes. oh yeah, yes. yeah to detox yes uh-huh. yeah i went i've been wanting to try that Yes, I use it on your of, face. It feels so good. Yeah, I, I have. I bought it and I just haven't done it yet. And yeah. a little you know peppermint. Yeah. Seriously, just kind of give it a little like I don't know. It gives you a zing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gets you a little fresh. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've been wanting to try that. But um, I, I agree with that. It's just like uh, we've been so removed from nature mm-hmm. that it's foreign to us. And um, I'm happy to see like y'all. You know being part of our community and getting people back to kind of square one where we belong you know we we are nature and nature is us so we belong together mm-hmm. yeah. so yeah i like that we're all better together we really we are, are. <laughs> hey, together hey. <laughs> it's our favorite place to be yes <laughs> cheers cheers to that okay, cheers. happy tuesday y'all hey. Together Tuesday. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll do our one more question, and then uh, we'll do our little game. <coughs> okay. Our little game here. All right. Outside of gardening, who are Becca and Christy? Do y'all have any hobbies or interests other than loving what you're doing? <laughs> I mean, we're mothers, so you know. Okay. That's a that's a that's a that takes a big part of our heart and attention. Um, um, how many kids do you have? I have one. She's thirteen. That's all. I know that right now. <laughs> I have two. They're uh, nine and ten. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh wow, they're cool. Like, are they yeah. best friends? No, no, no. <laughs> they're enemies. <laughs> they're enemies. <laughs> they're so different, and they're they're very very different. Just is it a uh, boy and a girl? Yeah, it's a girl and a boy. The, the uh, oldest is a girl. Um, okay. So she's and then 10. the youngest is a boy. Yeah, <laughs> but no, they're not. They're not at all friends. <laughs> Are um, you nervous about them making the transition to public school? Yeah, of course, of course. Um, and they've been 
in that community, we've been in that community for so long, um, and it's been such a big part of our lives. Mm-hmm. Not only the time spent up there, but also, you know, um, just making that decision to prioritize their education where, mm-hmm. you know, man, I really would love to go to the Yucatan this year, but not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, and that, and it's not even, it's not uh, any more expensive or, I mean, it's probably less expensive than sending them to like a Catholic school. Yeah. So you even know, childcare after school yeah. care, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's, it's still worth it. And so I'm, I'm hopeful though, that they have a really good attitude going into, they're excited about the transition. So I'm, oh, that's good. I'm excited for them and nervous for them at the same sure. time. But I know whatever they think, that's the year they're going to have. So yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to, to look at it. And all we can really do as parents is support them. I mean, advocate, support, and if they don't like it, I'm sure they'll tell you. Right. You know, and then you go from there. I wish that I knew about this school. And my, my that's my struggle right now is education. Yes. It's, um, it's a big epidemic. It, really it, is. it is. It is. And so I, it's hard because you want... You want them to understand that what you're doing for them is for the best. But, you know, there's a lot of this resistance. And, you know, so doing the research hasn't been easy, but I have been doing it. And just figuring out what are the best options. The reality is that um, being a parent is a full-time job. You know, I do have to stay on top of it because things do and have gone by the wayside. Mm -hmm. Um, Because of our education... I'm or, not. Or public schooling. Okay. It's public school. Mm-hmm. Um, because our education system is just, it's, you know, and I don't know, I, unfortunately, I don't see it getting any better, you know, so that is a little bit scary. So, yeah. um, I wish that I knew about these things, but I don't think, I think when he was younger, I wasn't experiencing a lot of these issues. And then of course we had the pandemic, which I think was a huge catalyst for things happening now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not working. Our children are not, are, they're not healthy. Mm-hmm. There, there's, a, there's a huge epidemic of mental health and emotional mm-hmm. health crisis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not just hormones. It's starting from younger mm-hmm. elementary mm-hmm. age children. And oh, yeah. um, something's got to change. It, it does. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, 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 it freaks me out. This is one of those times where, you know, as corny as it sounds, better together is is, is true because mm-hmm. there are so many parents like yourself that mm-hmm. they just don't know what to do. Like, you know, I'm, I'm one of them. It's not like just well, like yourself. I'm one of them. And I mean, you know, not and not to talk bad about any school at all, but I mean, my own child has gone through that, even being at the school where that is probably the safest place for yeah. them. And mm-hmm. But it's, it's just, it's not, it has very little to do with the school itself a lot of times and it's just a collective it's a societal thing that Mm -hmm. we have allowed you know these kids Mm -hmm. to be one scared out Mm -hmm. of their mind Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. from covid and then we've also just been like oh it's over go back to the way things were and that's not and by the way we're not doing fire drills we're doing shootout drills like yeah you know like Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's just a it's a mm-hmm. it's a different world. it's a different and now world. it's a stop a bleed, yeah. You know, yeah. crazy. That's, yes, it's what? like how do you hurt? How do you? They, they, they want they they there's a school in San Antonio. I don't know. They I didn't read the article, but they're on the doing. Weekly, there's there's a shooting. They're showing them. Right? They're doing drills, and it's like somebody is like if they're shot, 
and they expect these kids to turn how to how to stop mm-hmm. the bleed. Mm-hmm. Wow, I'm like. I don't have kids. Our kids are in war, or are they in school? I withdrew yeah. my daughter honestly uh, last month because it was her first introduction into public school, coming from you know a very small environment or yeah. a farm, you know. So it was definitely no no middle school is fun, but especially transitioning, mm-hmm. and it was just like too much on the daily, like it is between like you know super intense violent fights in the passing mm-hmm. uh, just in general it's just like these these children need they need help yeah they need to be outside and they need to be able to talk about them what's going on mm-hmm. i think a lot of them don't know how because mm-hmm. it's a lot to process yes and I mean, sometimes as, as a child like you don't know it's happening until like you're older like oh shit like i went through mm-hmm. that like mm-hmm. That's what was going on at home. I didn't even realize it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when you grew up poor, but you didn't know you were poor. Yes. And, you know, you. I mean, everything was provided for you. And, you know, you got along fine, but you didn't know you were poor. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Until, like... I feel like there's. I feel like there's hope for for our kids and with schooling. Kind of talking about the stresses of school and being a parent and sure. Uh, oh yeah, moving sure. off onto that tangent. And I feel like the more conversations that happen like this, because we're not alone. We we have conversations on the daily with so many different parents, and I just feel like the more we have these conversations and even just be vulnerable as adults and mothers mm-hmm. and we're fucked up right now. For sure. This I, is what's going on. But just being able to be like that instead of just harnessing and holding yeah. that inside and going through things on your own mm-hmm. or, you know, going through it with just, I mean, I'm an independent mom. I'm recently learning to have conversations and lean on my community and, and understand that I do have an awesome circle of people around me that, that, that love and yeah. want to help me. And yeah. so, but that goes for everybody, you know, mm-hmm. and sometimes that help is just, you know, putting an arm on your shoulder and sometimes it's like you're in a fucking puddle. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. I think basic things. Somebody needs to get the conversation going because we're doing it. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like, kidding, I mean <laughs> Sorry. just with other, other moms, right? Cause sometimes school avoidance, people, there's an actual term for yes. it. A kid's going through school avoidance. Stanford is doing issues. a study on like, yeah. We'll share the resource with you. Yeah, 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 for sure. I would love to to read about that. Um, uh, so, you know, I went to, we're talking about moms and whatnot. Um, I went to this, I didn't go to it. It was virtual through uh, Latin parenting. And it was the, the madre wound, the mm-hmm. mom wound. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And I... This is how I know that um, moms are going through it because you. It was in a Zoom call, and the host um, she had a playlist on, and it, it was such a beautiful playlist. But like, I got on there, and it was like two minutes in, and I was like, <laughs> and but everybody was too, and I was like, we haven't even started yet. And then she just started talking us through some things and it was a lot of like breath breath work and yes. whatnot. But just everybody, like you could I'm feeling it right now. I'm yes. chills. Um and but that's what makes me know, that's what confirms like you are not the only person. Mm-hmm. Not that I ever thought that, but I'm such a closed off individual. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> I don't share that with a lot of people. And to be in and there were um, a hundred plus people on that call. Um, 
but you could feel you could feel all of that and so the purpose of the call was to just kind of talk through <clears throat> relationships you have with your mom and how that has made you who you are today and so they had us do this writing prompt which that was really hard i was like i cannot right now like this is so much it was very heavy but there was a there was such a huge emotional release from that um that afterwards i was exhausted and so just that is confirmation like you don't need to be doing this alone there are other people who are going through it there are other people who want to have those conversations um so that's what i mean by sometimes you, you just have to get them started and you would be surprised like somebody else is going through it too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you and know there's so many people <clears throat> around us that love and care for us and they don't they want to help us in any mm-hmm. way but they don't know how to yeah and, or they're trying to respect a you know we're private people or right. whatever you know yeah. so how are we supposed to get the help that we need or support that we need if we don't yeah open our hearts up like that sure i'm like that i'm an open freaking book once i'm on the other <laughs> side you know like when i'm in my puddle it's like don't i i need i don't, I don't yeah like to be so vulnerable in yeah. front of people me but either I'm learning it's so foreign but i'm learning too mm-hmm. to be it's okay to be vulnerable mm-hmm. sometimes that's hard but kat and i have talked about this this is our how we when we grow up in a hispanic household you're italian a, Oh, so, nice. It's a lot I'm of mom, don't you gotta be fucking don't strong. cry, don't yeah. let anybody see you crying, go wash your face and so go help everybody else, but you better not tell anybody about your stuff. Yeah. Or ask for it or that's And now it's showing up. <clears throat> now it's coming out and it's like this is where this is coming from. And I was just gonna say too, you know, we make a lot of jokes uh, among, you know, Hispanics or you know mm-hmm. it, you know, one of the, the ones is the Chanco culture. Oh right? yeah. You know, and as much as I think we all can kind of snicker at it, mm-hmm. it, it is true. Like, it is very <laughs> damaging to how we nurture as mothers. And mm-hmm. so, and how we, we we do open up to our friends, our partners, our spouses. It's 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 a silly thing, but it has such an effect on us. And, and um, learning to, like, nurture in the ways that our mothers didn't or couldn't or mm-hmm. however that, right. that works mm-hmm. for you. You know that's really important, and it it is about being vulnerable. But it's a hard it's hard sure. because that's not how we were nurtured yeah. growing up. Yeah. No. No. I one hundred percent relate to that, and I do agree. And mm-hmm. I yeah. found for myself, um, like with my daughter, man, she's smart, and she is. She just came <laughs> into this world as a pistol ante man. Um, <laughs> she just knows. Anyways, um, I have found, you know, it's, 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 it's important, you know, to, as I'm getting to those points where I'm, I'm getting heated or I am overwhelmed in life or just for the day or whatever, being really clear with uh, my kid, like, girl, just being honest of where I'm at sure. because she, she, she needs to see me as a human being. And it also helps me to understand, like, even though she's mature, she can talk to me about a lot of things. She's very mature um, emotionally and just um, in a lot of different ways. But uh, I, she, I ask the same from her too because I forget sometimes. Wait, she's barely thirteen years old. She's still a little girl because a lot mm-hmm. of times, like, you know. Anyways, I don't know. I was getting, I was going to all kinds of different places. Well, I just <laughs> think it's important to. Um, to, to have conversations with your kids oh, before yeah, you for get sure. heated. <laughs> for sure. No, no. I and think to I... have a self-awareness of when you're overwhelmed in life or 
Mm-hmm. They should. We need to regulate see ourselves. you at your worst yes. because then they know that it's okay to be there too. Because our kids get to the worst, right? I think sometimes when I'm getting the attitude and you know all of that, it's like you're having a day, <laughs> and I get it. So I'm gonna let you do what you gotta do, but yeah. we gotta we'll talk about it when you're ready. And that's what I try to um, have between him and I is just that. It's okay to talk to me. It also, if you don't want to, um, but you want to talk to someone else, you, that's okay. So you're not going to hurt my feelings. Yes. I just want you to have that because you, we can't keep that inside. So, all right. We're going to play a <laughs> game time. Game time. Switch it up. This is called If You Had To. So each one of y'all is going to choose two cards and then you're going to hand it to me or Kat. And then we're going to read the choices and you got to pick one. All right. And then that'll be the end of it. You might have to explain yourself too, depending on what it is. Okay. <laughs> All right, so you can pick any two cards you want. Just cut the two. deck or whatever okay. you want to do. Hand it to me, hand it to Kat. We'll read it off to you. Dun, dun, dun. I pick two? Uh-huh, yes. and then she picks two. Okay. Yep. Don't cut my deck. I didn't. I put it back together. <laughs> do I get to shuffle it? Sure. You, yeah, can you can shuffle it. it. You can shuffle it. All right, just because I got asked now, I have to. You, oh, who do you want to hand them to? Uh, no, don't read it yet. Oh, I can't. It's supposed to be a surprise. Oh, okay. okay. So you're gonna have to pick too much. No, did you fine. read it? I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Hold on. Let me cut it. Also, I'm sorry they're sticky. I don't know why they are. Well, <laughs> they've been used a few times. It's a party game. It says clearly on there. Mm-hmm. It says if you had to party game. All right. Do whoever, I do I split them or just give no? Them just one? whoever you wanna. <laughs> All right. Go, cat. You first. Wait. <laughs> If you had to do ecstasy for all the family gatherings or have an incurable disease that is slowly turning you into a garden gnome, which one of those if you had to? Girl, I already feel like I'm a garden gnome, so I'd probably take the ecstasy <laughs> at all the family gatherings. Right. I mean, that's like the better choice there. I don't know. I was thinking you'd go with she, the garden gnome. I feel like I'm already part no, fairy. She's like, she's got like, that fairy medicine. It's somebody she... else's garden. I can't. I can't deal with that. <laughs> that one was kind of. That was. Those are good. All right. Here's yours. If you had to, would you find a real unicorn by accidentally <laughs> running over it with your SUV, <laughs> or spend your childhood at Neverland with Michael Jackson? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wow! <laughs> I love the straight face. Um, uh, gosh, that—that's not. No, I don't know. I—I'm overthinking it. Okay, I would go for the unicorn one. Oh no! Wow. I would go for. You would go for Michael Jackson. Do you I would spend some time in Ireland. Be I'm just not sure how I feel about that whole story. Well, I, get, I get conflicting I know. Uh, thoughts about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been talking a lot about what I want to do with my space, right, in my backyard. Just a little backstory about that. I do a lot of volunteer work for a nonprofit organization that serves senior citizens here in San Antonio. And initially, I had this vision to start a garden for them. But that was when they were serving 30 people. (laughs) And that was like almost two years ago, I feel like. Mm -hmm. They now serve over 100 people. Wow. So my... It is good, right? It's awesome. Like, I'm not mad at that at all. I just wish that when I said I wanted to do it, I just did it. Yeah. 
but for whatever reason, actually, I know the reasons. Um, my my thought process and what I want to do has changed. It has to change because I don't know that I could do something on that large of a scale. Um, so I I still want to do it, but it, I've, I've had to change like where I'm going with it. And I'm not going to really get into it now because I just don't know all of the details that I just know that it, it's still something that I journal about and I think about and I put it out there because I really want it to happen. But my question for y'all is, you know, a lot of this is me getting into my own head, right? Saying, oh, I have to have this before I do that and I have to do that before I do this. So what advice can y'all give to anyone who might be feeling intimidated or overwhelmed by gardening or wants to start? The follow-up question to that or the second part question is, what is the biggest misconception that people have about gardening? Mm. Okay. Damn, Daniel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so advice on people start wanting to start? Mm-hmm. I'm, man, I, I would just say don't get discouraged. No. Like, just know that so many gardeners, you know, including yours truly, um, has killed and continues to kill plants, you know. Oh. And so, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so uh, so don't get discouraged. Keep going and, and keep going with what you know. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people out there that, they swear by such and such YouTuber or, you know, they, they, they say, like, you know, the farmer's almanac says not to do this, but we're in South Texas. We're in a really cool place. Um, even the city is, is amazingly different than it is to, to garden even in Austin. So, um, if your stuff is happy and you're so-called doing it wrong, I'm doing quotation marks. Um, <laughs> if you're so-called doing it wrong by such and such influencer or whatever, I would just say, you know, just, you know, keep doing what you're doing because if your plants are happy, you're doing something right. Yeah. And remember some of the YouTubes or, or, or online things we're watching, they're not in San Antonio, Texas. The, and San Antonio has, you know, several different grow zones. So even, oh. you know, on the other side of your neighborhood may have a different element than your sure. environment. So I think that's important to remember. And, um, you know, I think it's important to what I have learned uh, when urban like gardening or farming is, is like you can't expect to just throw any of your um edibles into the ground and have this like lush farm or this like sure. edible front yard like right away there <laughs> takes a lot of um preparation for the soil especially when you're doing it in a holistic way and building up a system so what i have found uh is it's most important to call in like your your pollinators and your feathered uh, <clears throat> the birds and start building up your yeah. ecosystem like that and 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 start rewilding your yard or nice. your your space that you're working with so that you can understand what the environment is and how the natural ecosystem is of, of, of your space yeah that's what I, I would recommend because from there it just kind of slows you down to not be overwhelmed with you want this freaking three sisters farm in your backyard or whatever yeah. else you know like it, it'll just kind of slow you down and, and it'll give you time to 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 envision yeah. and and make happen what it is that you're trying to produce in your backyard which by the way i would love to have three sisters in my backyard that would be awesome awesome Mm. 
Well, I think just, that, that that's the follow-up. That's the answer for me is, you know, I think that's the biggest misconception about gardening is that, you know, we just have these, like, you know, you either have, like, a green thumb or you don't. Mm -hmm. And while I think that we all have an innate ability to grow food because that's, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're humans and our ancestors have done this. Yes. And mm -hmm. they forage and they've done all those things. Um, so we know it on, on an ancestral level. Mm -hmm. But... Um, Gardening is just like anything else. If you're not practicing it and you're not, you know, continuing to 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 facilitate that practice for yourself, whether it's in a pot or or outside outside in your yard, you know, then mm -hmm. yeah, you're not going to be as successful. Sure. So, yeah, just like good. a muscle. That's good. Yeah, well, another thing that I wanted to share and really it's a question, but I feel like I can just answer it, right? I there's a lot of, or, well, I say a lot. I don't know a lot. There are a few other gardening initiatives is what I'll call them here in San Antonio. Um, and I do want to connect with them. Um, and I just started to think what makes the two of y'all different and what y'all do. But I, I think that for me and why I gravitated towards y'all, well, um, quite honestly, it's better because, yeah. right. but anyway. <laughs> Is because I think that, and it kind of goes back to the experience at the food forest, you know, just talking to the plants and, you know, encouraging them to grow. I, people listening might think that that's silly and that's fine. It's not for everybody. But I, what I appreciate about the food forest is that it's so ancestral yes. that when I was there, it was like, um, that's where I was supposed to be. You know, I don't know if it was in the moment. It was Earth Day. I, I don't know. I was feeling myself, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Everything lined up. <laughs> I just knew that I wanted to do that again and I want to do something similar because I know earlier you mentioned like being the spot for the apocalypse. <laughs> Sounds crazy. <laughs> I don't know that I would say that, but I um, feel like my purpose is to build community and I want to do that through gardening and that's why this whole gardening thing has come up for me for a long time even when I had my apartment but I was like I don't know why this keeps coming back but cool I'll see it that's when I started getting plants like just to keep inside and it just grew from there and then when I got this house everyone was like talking about my backyard and I'm like I don't even know what I'm going to do with that space and then this whole gardening thing came up. And I feel like that's where even like previous generations, that's where we started. My my grandpa had a small garden. I wish that I appreciated him more for it. And as a kid, I appreciate it. When you're a kid, you're like, I don't. You know, <laughs> not me. I really liked it. Like, I really liked it. I like my grandma's cool. garden. I think that that's awesome. I wish that I paid attention more to that. I think, like when you're a kid, I mean, it, it, me. Yeah. I'll just say me. When I was a kid, that's not where my head was at. Mm -hmm. I wish that it was because then I could have taken some things. But I'm just learning as I go, and every single time I'm repotting a plant, or every single time I'm on a hike, I. I Nothing else it matters. Mm -hmm. I, that's just, that's my element. That's where I like to be. In nature. I like to my hands to be in the soil. Um, and I do use it as a time to connect. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. with whoever, whatever. Um, but in here recently, I've shared this before. The last few times that I've gone on a hike, like I've become super emotional being out there. And it's because I think I, it's like something happened here. I don't know whether it's good or bad, but it's like, obviously my people, whoever they are or were, were here once too. So being able to connect that way is kind of why that's my reason for wanting to do it. And that's why I want to take the more, um, like the natural approach to things, right? I wanted, I wanted to do a garden bed. I still want to do a garden bed to start to see like where this kind of leads. But ultimately, I want to do something that it, should my family need it, um, you can come into my backyard and it's there. Self-sovereignty at the end of the day. You I should think come. that's really important and empowering. To understand that we have that capability to do. Why are you laughing? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I was just going to say, it's... you should come to one of our foraging yes. walks. Ooh, oh, I want to do that. Because yeah. it's not only about, you know, fi- so like I, for me, gardening is ancestral. I don't think I, I explained that when Christy was talking about intentional gardening, but for me, it's always been ancestral. And I've had two really interesting upbringings. There was my grandma that gardened. Like, you know, would grow corn and things like that. And then there was my grandma that would go out and forage and find mm. herbs to nurture her family. And sure. so, um, and I didn't appreciate that when I was little either. But now that's really been my focus. And it's so, it is very emotional and it is very, it helps you to look at gardening in a different way. But it also helps to just look at your life in a different way. Because mm-hmm. for me, gardening is a practice where I feel like I can learn to nurture mm-hmm. and not really worrying worrying about, you know, oh, who am I fucking up, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> but foraging for me is very innate and it is very, um, that is where I can nurture mm-hmm. and I'm more confident because I didn't grow it, but it's here for me mm. and I know how to use it, yeah. you know? And so that, that, anyway, that was, that's my intention with gardening a lot of times yeah. or any kind of just outdoor experience yeah sure yeah well i would love to do a foraging walk is that what you call it a foraging walk okay well we do it we yeah. call it a hose healing hike hose healing hike oh <laughs> i do a healing hike nice. <laughs> but and, and christy's really great at you know just the emotional parts of mm-hmm. you know just experiencing nature and observing yeah and then i'm there so a lot like, of things come nerdy up, you know <laughs> it's a great space to just also you know it's just a great yeah. Beautiful. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I it's have been feeling no that a lot lately. Our culture we come from, we connect yeah. to it. We recognize yeah. it. It's in us. We are of it. Yeah. And also, I can't even say enough. Um, this has come up so much just because we have had the project with the food forest, um, but then also helping other people to to preserve green spaces or to even just recognize green spaces around town. San Antonio mm. is such a special place, mm-hmm. and it's not only special because we live here and the culture is amazing, it has been special for thousands of years. Mm -hmm. People, tribes from all over Mexico, all over the Southwest would come and this is where they would do their healing, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's got, we're we're on an underwater cave. Oh, wow. You know, we we have the springs here and, you know, we have the river. I mean, it's it's an amazing place and it really is a sacred place um, for mm-hmm. you to feel all those things that yes, your your ancestors have been here before, and now you're here. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know? yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah, and I think and I 
you and I have mentioned this too, right? Just as we've gotten older, just how much we've appreciated the city more. Not, you know, there's obviously a lot going on in the city, but when you get to see like the nature and those ecosystems that are happening around us, you can stop and take a moment to appreciate it. One of my favorite spots to go is um, there's a trail right behind the Japanese tea gardens that takes you to the zoo. I don't think people really pay attention to what's there. It looks like it's just nothing. Like it's just a bunch of tall grass, but it's like there's, there's life in there. And I mean, Mm -hmm. it's just a nice place to be overall when it's really quiet. I think it's then I appreciate it when there's not a lot of people around. (laughs) I get to be like that. Because it's like you just, I don't know, you don't want to disturb it. And, you know, mm-hmm. so many people don't understand how to forage properly or, mm-hmm. you know, um, making sure to have good etiquette of, you know, don't take more than what you need. Yeah. You know? Or yeah. It's, it's the new trend to find the chicken of the fucking woods. Well, you can demolish a whole system if you don't know how yeah, to harvest sure. that, that mm-hmm. mushroom or, sure. or that tree or whatever. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a, a lot of really good points. And to that, that's why education is so important. Yes. You just take the time to listen and pay attention, you know. But I think, too, a lot of people are just, it's like, we're walking with them, right? What's in it for me? And we don't think about, okay, now what are we going to do to give back? Because we took, we got to give something. And a lot of us don't think like that, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. I've um, never heard that. Whiffums? A whiffum? <laughs> What's in it for me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we said a whiffum. Yeah. Walking whiffum. Walking whiffum. All right, ladies. It's time for a rapid fire. I kind of want a t-shirt okay. that says that. Me too. Just, like, just get one. Sticker? Just get it. Yeah. Just, you can do oh, whatever you want. Just uh-huh. make it. Mm-hmm. Rapid fire, I'm going to give you two choices. The first one that comes off your head. Okay. Don't think about it. Just... All right. Ready? Just learn it out. Yep. Dandelions or clover? Clover. Dandelions. <laughs> electric mower or gas mower? Ooh, electric. electric. Watering can or water hose? Ooh. Watering can. I was gonna say hose, girl. Okay. Because it's adjustable. She likes the hose. <laughs> yeah, I do. Gabby. All right. Pitchfork or rake? Ooh, pitchfork. pitchfork. Pruners or head shears? Pruners. <laughs> Okay, I don't know if these two are the same. They might be, maybe not. Fertilizer or compost? Compost. compost. They're day, not the same. All day, all okay. day. Those are not the same. <laughs> <They> are the <laughs> same. <laughs> all right, earthworms or caterpillars? Wait, Earth. say it again. Earthworms or caterpillars? Yeah. Earthworms. Well, I'll do opposite then. We need a balance. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we need the pollinators. <laughs> all right, here's your last one. Okay. Don't let me down. Don't let me down. Fall garden or spring garden? Please. Fall garden. Fall. As I say, I love my fall gardening nice. so much because it's a double, it's a double, it's a du- man, there's so much you can grow in the fall and then winter is amazing to grow into too. Yeah. That's a big misconception mm. about gardening here in there's San Antonio. There's so many seasons here. There's like four different garden, like growing seasons in San Antonio. People's, Minimum. Yeah. People stop in July because it's too hot, but there's so many things you can grow. Yeah. And then it's hard to get um, up and running again when it's school or just mm. life after summer time begins so just keep doing it don't don't put a break in between no that's a good one no well we end every show with three questions about community but before we do that do y'all have any plugs anything coming up that y'all want to share with the listeners Hmm. well definitely if you guys don't follow us follow us on instagram because we have a ton of classes we are working really hard at our headquarters um 
Tecalote SA, which is in the medical center, <clears throat> 7910 Denor Place. Mm-hmm. And um, we are basically, like, we have all kinds of demo gardens out there, and mm-hmm. we are trying to get the community to do different classes mm-hmm. um, and ourselves to do classes that, that are geared yes. towards gardening and things things of that nature. We've got a carpentry class coming up. Ooh. We love to do our foraging walks, um, and but those aren't at Tecolote all the time. We have them around town. Nice. So, yeah. so definitely look us up on Instagram. We post um, all kinds of things on there. What is the, the Instagram handle? Two Hose Gardening. <laughs> oh, Two Hose Gardening. Check it out. We'll tag y'all. We'll link it out uh, on the show yeah, notes. Sure. So yeah. And everybody... on Facebook, too. Yes, on Facebook. And in case anybody's wondering, they are from San Antonio. They're not from another state. <laughs> do not make we that do mistake. travel, though. <laughs> we travel. Traveling hoes. Yeah. There's some imposters out there. Don't be fooled. <laughs> oh, wow. I'll have to pay attention because you never know. <laughs> Run into a few imposters myself. Uh, but anyway, uh, with that being said, Kat, take it away with the community oh, questions. Wow. Here we go. In three words, describe uh, community. Support. <clears throat> Nice. Tolerance. Ooh, that, that one's new. Cooperation. Those are good. Not heard those before. Mm-hmm. I like those. Can I say thank same? you? Ditto. Yeah. Ditto. That works. <laughs> Ditto. Support, cooperation, tolerance. Beautiful. Yeah, nice. And what about community has inspired y'all? We all work together in community. Mm. It, it, it's more than it takes a tribe to raise a child. I think, I believe personally, coming from mm. a large Italian family, Mm-hmm. As dysfunctionally functional that we are, there's love and there's support and there's nothing like community. Mm. Yeah. When we're alone, that's that's when life is the hardest. And oh yeah. It doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, same. I would uh, from 2020 when we first started seeing people alone. Mm-hmm. That that was really inspiring. Mm-hmm. Um, that we kind of became their community. We're not designed that way. We're yeah. not designed to be alone. Mm. Yeah. And it's so comfortable and safe mm. in so many different ways. But it's not. And what does community need more of? <laughs> Some hoes in your house. Some hoes in your house. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Actually, yeah, like, <laughs> like, <laughs> I already have a home. <laughs> <laughs> I have my home. God, I would like more. I <laughs> uh, I would say just the the ability or maybe open mindedness. Right, we don't always mm-hmm. think that we have something in common with somebody, but um, we definitely can learn from each other, even if we don't have things in common with each other. So mm-hmm. agreed. Nice. Community events, you know, somebody more than you know, Mrs. Kravitz in her window checking to see what's going on with the neighbors or that. Neighborhood watch. I feel like we need. Um, I've never heard of that term, Mrs. Kravitz. Mrs. Kravitz. I forget what it was from. Miss um, maybe Three's Company or something. Oh, one of was it shows. Bewitched? I don't know. Mrs. Kravitz was the, the nosy, nosy neighbor. Nosy neighbor. <laughs> I just all remember that. Windows mm, all the time. And, bewitched. We call them chismosas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I think we need, you know, just more communal events, like people, yeah, maybe in the community or neighborhoods or apartments or whatever that looks like. Um, start gardening or hanging out in your front yard and just have conversations right? with strangers, you know, like that can do so much. Just looking up at the gas station to make eye contact with somebody else, so pumping their gas, and yeah, like what's up, brother, you know, like I just feel say like hi. community in the world needs more yeah. of that. 
For ways. sure. Yeah. So that's yeah. Thank that's, you, ladies. That's good. Yes, thank oh, you. Thank, yeah. thank you guys. <laughs> thank you. And fun. thank this you. Was nice. Thank you. Yes. I was so nervous. Oh, oh no way. So nervous. <laughs> I forget my name sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Two hoes podcasting, two hoes gardening. Mm-hmm. There you go. Together. It's beautiful. Now we got four hoes. And now yep. Yep. we're quadded up. Quad hoes. Quad hoes. Quad hoes. Oh my gosh, y'all are like, are y'all related? Or what's happening right now? I don't know. We're vibing. We're vibing. That's funny. That's funny. Uh, All right, y'all. That is the show. I do want to thank you all for tuning in. If you are new here, welcome and thank you for listening. You can check out our Instagram page. The handle is uh, at off underscore the cuff podcast. Uh, And you can listen to us on Spotify and iTunes Podcast. You're probably listening on one of those platforms now. Yay. Thank you. Thank you for being here. We appreciate you. All right, y'all. Tell your friends about us. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. That's the show. Big love. Bye.